Today is April 3rd, the first Talking Yanks of April. Luke Voigt will be joining us on this episode, so let's just get into it. Let's talk Yanks. And Luke Voigt. John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. And Luke Voigt. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Yanks. This is usually the voicemail episode, but we have special guest Luke Voigt joining us today, and we're very excited to bring you that interview. My name is John Boysing. Next to me is Jake. Jake, how are you doing? Doing well, James. It is April 1st. <laughs> wow. We keep, we keep, but this is being released on April 3rd. We keep triple checking that. Um, man, was that the longest march ever? Yeah. Besides um, Gandhi Salt March. Oh. Yes. God. Yeah, there were some marches in World War II like that they tried, just tried to break records. So long. Let's just march for a month straight, you know? Um, Miles. Feet were blistering. Anyway. Put we, and march in a rear view. We just got off the phone with uh, Lewis Linwood Voigt, and uh, it was a nice, nice fun chat. Um, so, I mean, we're not going to prolong this much. We'll throw it to it right away. I will say, at some points, his phone connection got, like, choppy or a little tough to hear, but it for the vast majority you can understand it so just hang tight with us and i think we're good he's great yeah um all right well here is our combo with luke Voigt. should i play the transition sound we always you play can. um transition sounds patreon we... leave a review something patreon leave a review something That's here's the interview those are our ads We are joined by Yankees first baseman, King Louis V, Louis Linwood, Luke Voigt. Luke, how you doing, dude? Uh, I'm doing all right, guys. I, um, you know, it's weird times right now, but, you know, it's the first time I've actually been able to do some yard work in my yard and get some stuff done around the house. So it's, it's nice to enjoy my deck, but I'd rather be playing uh, at Yankee Stadium right now. I miss it a lot and hopefully it's out there soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking with uh, Brian Hoke the other day, and, like, you know, you guys would have been in Tampa already, like six games deep, made us sad. It's crazy. What? How, how long did, did it take for you to head up to uh, to, to head home? Because I know all the Yankees were going to stay in Tampa at first, and then I think you guys realized, oh, wait, maybe we should, maybe it's going to be longer than we think. How long have you been home for? Yeah, we, uh, me and my wife kind of made the decision to go home about, like, two weeks ago. You know, we all decided to um, to kind of stay in town. We wanted to make sure everyone was ready, and, and everyone, you know, felt like this thing wasn't going to get too far out of hand. And you know, obviously that wasn't the case. And you know, we wanted to get home before everything kind of started shutting down, so we could be at our house. And you know, we didn't want to be in our apartment in Tampa, and you know, be home, be able to see our family and stuff, and you know, be back here. So, um, and then I think most of the guys kind of did the same thing, got home, whether that's you know, Wisconsin, New York, or wherever. So, um, but there's a couple guys that still stayed and, you know, are still getting their work in down there. But, you know, we got some guys that live down there too. So, Yeah. 
Well, what uh, what what should we expecting from you? Is there going to be any Yankees quarantine content? Should we be expecting some workout videos, or may are you getting on TikTok, or what's the deal? <laughs> we, me and my wife made a list, and she said we, we have to do a TikTok video at one point. But I might be out there. I don't know if I'm. It'll be the best, but you know, I'll give it a shot. Um, I don't know. I thought about doing some workout videos, but I don't know, man. She gave me a haircut there, but I could have posted that, but it's it's it's, it's pretty bad, so I, <laughs> I, I couldn't post that picture. <laughs> Everyone's struggling with the haircuts right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, my girlfriend gave me a haircut, too. That's the hardest thing. What are you going to do? It's just... I know. I was like, come on, baby. She didn't, she didn't give you the nice the nice part and the, the nice uh, MLB fade? No, no, I didn't get that, unfortunately. You know, I, I told her she was like, I'm a floor just to shave it all off, but I kept, she cut a little bit. Well, I I know it's tough. At, I mean, talking baseball at this point still seems weird, and I I keep trying to do it, and I look forward to the season whenever that happens or whatever that looks like. Um, but I mean, go go back to spring training. Like, how was spring training going for you personally? Were you were you feeling good, just trying to get healthy and trying to get right, or or what else was going on for you at spring training? Well, I honestly I felt great you know after getting a surgery on season you know I felt stronger I felt more uh agile I you know I finally felt like I was connected with my upper and lower half so I was feeling good I was you know my I was probably about 25 to 30 at that then and I was kind of you know needed probably about not even a week I mean I felt pretty good you know I could have started the season the next day kind of like right when all this stuff happened and the team uh, went to on that Jupiter trip um but yeah, everything was feeling good, man. I was hitting the ball hard. I mean, I didn't really have any like stats to show for it, but I I was hitting hitting it hard, and that's all I want to do. And you know, my defense was really good, my timing was really good, so I was really happy with where I was at. But you know, then still hit the fan, and you know, it changed a little bit. So, um, but you know, the only blessing out of this is you know we get Big Z back, we get Jackie back, and then we get Paxton back if we start the game like you know everyone's talking about. Yeah, how about you? I know you, you were banged up at the end of last season. How uh, you were feeling good health wise? Was that uh was that something? Oh that yeah, li- man. Did it linger for a while into the off season, or when did you feel good to go? I got the surgery like literally like two days after. We literally flew home, and then I uh, flew up to Philadelphia, and I got the surgery like three days later after we lost to Houston. So I I didn't realize how bad it was. You know, I tore six ligaments down in that sports. Belgium area um so it, I didn't realize it was that bad you know it thought it was a strain the whole time you know I'm trying to get back from you know a cortisone shot you know taking you know medicine to try to help it and I just couldn't get through it man and I wasn't myself I was probably like 75 percent didn't have any power and you know that's what first basemen are supposed to have um you know I just kind of was getting in my head about everything you know it's hard to play through something but you want to be out there with the guys with it being so close to postseason. Just a frustrating year, but I learned a lot and, you know, move on from it. Hopefully we get to, you know, see a 2020 baseball season and, uh, you know, I can uh, get back out there and feel good again. I'm blanking now. Did did you initially get hurt in the London series or was it after the London series? With that injury, I mean, I think that was the final star in London. I think I probably had this down there and you know it's kind of compensating you know I was always had like a my you know my back would bother me 
you know, I think this was this surgery corrected a lot of stuff and, you know, made me stop or made me stop overcompensating. And, but yes, in London is when I kind of popped that last tendon and, you know, I, I couldn't really run anymore and lifting wasn't the best for me. And it just was all whirlwind. You know, I just, I didn't know much about that area, you know, so it, uh, I learned a lot. So, um, it's crazy how much you need your, you know, your core muscles for the rest of your body to work. Yeah. You really can't, you, I couldn't do anything after surgery. You're just, just at home in bed, lounging around kind of like what we're all doing yeah. now. <laughs> you got quarant- yeah, no, I, you got quarantine yeah, no, before right. the quarantine. Exactly. Well, and it's funny. And we're, we're, we're going to deep dive into some stuff, Luke. We, uh, you know, we big time researchers over here. Oh yeah. But, uh, <laughs> man, you, you mentioned first baseman, Luke Voigt. Well, I'll I'll do I'll do my thing and I'll I'll leave something for John Boy because it's closer to his heart. But a you know you you come over to the Yanks and it's it's kind of this all right Luke Voigt's coming over we we sent over a couple guys. You end up in right field. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I'm <laughs> I'm a big baseball reference guy and actually we we talked to Reese Hoskins the other day on our Talking Baseball podcast. And uh, he kind of had a similar thing. He ended up out in left field because they needed him out there, and he'd never played out there. What's going through your head when you're <laughs> on the Yankees playing right field? And I, had you been out there? I don't know. Uh, I played a little bit in the minors. But I, you, I, was, I was so nervous. I was like, please don't hit me a fly ball. <laughs> and thank God, Britton came in and struck out the side. It was like the biggest side of the like, other day. But I can't say I played right field. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think Tony will ever put me out there ever. <laughs> you did a great job, man. <laughs> yeah. I did a great job, yeah. <laughs> were the, good. That's all that matters. Did you, uh, were the fans, like, saying what's up? I know those right fans love talking to Judgy and he talks back. Or were you just like, I can't deal with anything right now. I got to be focused. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think I played catch. I was so nervous. Like, in between innings. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And then, like, get me out there and let's get, out, let's get this over with. Yeah. It was a weird game. So I think, like, Neil Walker got, like, Right. Someone else, someone else, something's happening. Like I was like the last bench guy to play. Yeah. Maybe someone else went to first. Or I don't remember what happened, but it was weird. Yeah, because Neil had never played right field, and he ended up starting 18 games out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He'd probably say the same thing. I don't think he liked it either. But it's crazy. And then uh, last year, Tyro started in the outfield for the first time in San Francisco. It's been it's been wild. Yeah, but then he looked he looked like an all star. I know the yeah, big outfield too. It's crazy. Yeah, that's literally the worst outfield you could possibly play in as your first time. And, and then we were digging around and saw that in college you caught and you caught for your like you know first uh, short A season or or anything like that. Do you have any catcher in you still? Like, is that any part of your heart? When or? I was when I was with St. Louis, I was the emergency catcher. Nice. Okay. Did you ever root for injuries? You're like, get me in here. Let's go. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I wanted to catch a Carlos Martinez sinker break my thumb so so i was i was searching to see if you caught anyone that came up with the cardinals and then i saw you caught what's his name josh lucas and then you faced him last year were you giving the whole yeah you giving the yankees a scouting report you're like i caught this guy i know all i know it all yeah no i'm actually good i'm buddies with josh lucas but um yeah man it's it's super super weird facing him and you know it's it's Typical sinker slider guy, so there's not too much you got to give away. But uh, yeah, it it was weird facing him. I wish I had like a 
crazy couple other guys, but I used to love catching them. So I got drafted. Um, probably wasn't the best defensive catcher, but you know, I guess the Cardinals made the right choice to make him the first pick. And you know, my knees are saying the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a great call for the knees. <laughs> um, and then yeah, my my thing, I I stumbled into luck. Um, kind of the story of my life. At spring training this year, I asked Higgy a question, uh, kind of about his minor league journey a little, because I at one year his numbers just turned around and they snapped. Yours, I mean, they kind of had a nice progression, but it looked like in 2016 you were at Double A for the Cardinals, and you, I mean, you put together a full season. I mean, it's kind of the Luke Voigt we've seen on the Yankees, a uh, 372 OBP, 849 OPS. Was that? Did something come together for you in your approach and everything, or was it? Hey, you just needed that full season of Double A, and it came together. Um, that's actually a good question. I I feel like you know I used to be pretty stubborn when you know trying to learn new ways of hitting, and I had uh, a hitting coach called uh, named Smokey Ortiz, Ramon Ortiz, is called Smokey, and he um he, his philosophy on hitting just kind of changed how I thought. You know, I changed. I used to have a big leg kick, and you know. I've kind of converted it all into this, you know, low uh, glide, I guess you can call it, or however, whatever you want to call my slide step swing or whatever. Um, it's just trying new things, you know, different hand positioning, new drills in the cages. Um, and, you know, having a plan, I never used to really have a plan. And um, we kind of figured out what a plan would be, would be good for me, you know, day to day. You know, obviously a change with pitching, making sure I'm doing my homework on, you know, uh, the pitchers and, you know, all the staff and, you know, kind of going with a, a really good plan that, you know, kind of progressed obviously from double A to triple A and then you know, obviously being in the big leagues and learning from, you know, guys that have been around a long time. So it's just keeping an open mind and, you know, always adapting because if you don't find a way to adapt in this game, this game can kick you out real quick. Yeah. I actually, I, your little slow glide leg kick it's beautiful. into just the power swing is like mesmerizing. I always, whenever they do the replays, I'm like, I'm going to gift that. I'm going to share that. That is beautiful. <laughs> Um, yeah, what, it's just weird how it came over our time, man. I mean, I feel like I'm still changing stuff, but you know, it's a huge timing mechanism for me, and um, you know, I just got to make sure I'm staying in my back head and then let it eat. When uh, when you first uh, got traded over, and then you you went on your barrage and just started hitting the ball like crazy, you have one of my favorite quotes where some reporter I think asked you a question along the lines of, "Are you surprised that you're hitting so well?" And your response was, "No, I've always hit." I don't expect to not hit. I just was kind of blocked, and now I'm getting an everyday chance to get in there, and this yeah. is what I do. Is that truly how yeah. you felt, um, or was there any part of you where, like, just like finally I'm getting everyday starts? Because I always also uh, would like point out that there was a run in St. Louis where you got everyday starts for a week, and you yeah, ma- and you mashed. was hurt, and you yeah. ma- and you mashed. So is that truly yeah. how you felt? You're like, hey, I'm not surprised. This is me. Yeah, no, I just I never got an opportunity, man. Like like you said, I got that like two stretch maybe right before the All Star break. There was a couple guys that were you know playing through some stuff that you know I got an opportunity to play, and then the All Star break, you know, he got healthier, and you know it just sucks. But they're really good players, man, and it's a business, and I get it. It's just you know I'm riding up and down, you know. The, uh, back and forth between Memphis and St. Louis, and it, it was just a frustrating time. And, you know, I, I wanted to hit, man. I know I can hit, you know, whether it's in the big leagues or college or wherever, man. I just 
wanted the opportunity and the Yankees gave me that and, you know, welcomed me with open arms and um, unbelievable clubhouse too, where the guys have your back and the respect and, you know, the ultimate goal of winning. So it, it was like the perfect fit coming over here. And, you know, I, I'm blessed to be a St. Louisan and, you know, be able to play for my hometown team and grow up, you know, go to a Cardinals game. But um, never thought I got traded, but I got traded to, you know, probably the best sports organization in, in the world. So it was pretty awesome. And and now that we've seen your approach a little bit, and, and uh, I mean, your, your power the opposite way is easy power, and then – you started coming around on balls too. And it's like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I mean, when you knowing your approach and, and now how we've seen it, I mean, you've, you've got that ability to go the other way. So when you came to the Yankees, I mean, was that a little bit of a coming together where you're like, okay, short porch, I can do this. Like it's, it's go yeah. time. And that's since I was, you asked my dad, since I was like 10 years old, Oppo has always been like my son. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I've always been a guy that hits the ball all over the field. That's like, I would say, I guess my best, I don't want to say my best trade, but it's just, I like to, I want to have a good at-bat. I want to see the pitch. I'm going to swing a good pitches. I'm not going to swing a bad pitches. I'm going to swing strikes. And I'm going to hit it what you give me. You know, I'm not going to try to hit it 475 left center every time. If I get a ground ball base hit to right field because he's just to me, I'll take it. You know, I want to take it as many knocks as possible, obviously, as a baseball player, but I'm not up there just to do, you know, three-run homer, which, trust me, I want to do, but, you know, I'm going to take what they give me. Yeah. They give you that pitch you can hit into the third deck in Toronto, though. You'll do that. That's that's fun as well. Uh, correct. <laughs> yeah. Not against Or I'll hit it out of the brain like I did in Kansas City. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, what, are yeah. Your, what are your thoughts on the DH? Because growing up, you had to be probably yeah. um, an NL guy. But then you're on yeah. an NL team, and if the DH existed, you probably don't get stuck, and you can get more at bats. Were you ever Correct. like wishing, like God damn it, make the DH? A yeah, thing? and I I think they will. I I think it screws a lot of guys. Yeah, you and Talkman. Yeah, correct. And and Talkman's great defensively too, but it it's I don't get it. Like it's no one needs to come to the farm for once. Freaking pitchers hit. Um, now obviously, obviously, have Bumgarner and a couple other guys that are pretty good hitters. But you know, like I, I came up with like Jose Martinez, and finally he's in the American League team. He was a guy that's kind of like didn't have a lot of playing time. Like they'd stick him out and ride, play for some time, and they wouldn't play for three or four days. He's like a perfect DH, and I, I, I think it'd be great for the game and great for the lineup. I mean, yeah, another guy in there that can do some damage. Yeah, and Ho- Jose Martinez, he's now he's in the AL East with the Rays, and that guy, yeah, uh, that's a good pick up by them. He rakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I mean, if he, he's another guy, and that's that's one of those funny things where you start doing almost revisionist history, where it's like, damn, like they, like you two could have been in kind of the heart of the St. Louis lineup and earn your keep, and I, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to think about a little bit. Um, what do you guys think? You guys like the universal DH too? Yeah, it needs to. No one likes having. I mean, NL. NL fans act like they enjoy having like a starter come out for a bench player, yeah. but you would rather the starter keep pitching and the good players keep hitting. I mean, and the hardest, the hardest position in baseball is, is a pitch hitter. It's it's the hardest thing in the world to do. I don't care if you're Mark if you're Junior, whoever coming in in the seventh or eighth inning facing a guy throwing you know a hundred at one of their best relievers in a close game. It's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's fun up there. Yeah. Baseball's already hard enough. You're going to fail seven out of times and hit 300. But I, I, uh, 
you know, I, I feel bad for a lot of those guys. Like Craig Garcia was another guy I came came up with, and he was stuck always doing it. And it's a tough life, and a lot of guys lose jobs because of it because they're not good at it. But it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. So the Yankees uh, were or are, I don't know, uh, you know, three games set in St. Louis this season. Was that something that you saw on the calendar and, and circled? Oh, not circled, but I saw it. Uh, the All-Star break was right before it, too, so it was kind of even cooler. Um, oh, yeah, it's like a week at home. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was it, – it's – everybody talks about it. You know, my buddies, you know, my husband, my, my parents, you know, my wife, they all talk about for it, but – I don't even know what's going to happen anymore, but there's something else going to come home and play. Um, you know, a lot of guys get that opportunity sometimes, but it's, it's pretty special. So I, I don't know how many more times I'll ever get that. If, you know, I play for the Yankees for the rest of my career. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, or we had Phil Nevin on the show during the winter really? meetings. <laughs> you know, and he, oh, yeah. he let us know that you guys were workout buddies. Have, have yeah. you guys been uh, like FaceTime in workout sessions or sending each other like, hey, what are you doing at home? I called him Dobbs a little bit for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 yeah, he's a uh, freaking most jacked uh, baseball coach out there right now. So yeah. He gets after it. He, he, no FaceTime working. He, he, <laughs> was, he was cracking us up, man. We saw him at winter meetings and – I guess one of one of Jimmy's breakdowns. I think it was the Boston fight last year. He saw himself and he's like, "Damn, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm looking 2018 Boston. I'm, fight. I, I'm looking a little thick and not the good way." So now, now Nevin's just roped up, man. He even even between winter meetings and spring training, he looked like he got more diced up. Yeah, I know. I think he's trying to get some. He's trying to get in that batter too. Something I don't know. He's trying to make something. <laughs> that didn't happen. He didn't cut in anyone's swings this spring training, and was like, "Hey, yeah, right." Watch the old dog eat a little bit. Yeah, no, I caught him in the back row taking some swing. No, <laughs> Did you, uh, uh, we, when, when we were down at spring training, we were fascinated by the live BVPs this year because we went down the the previous year and we didn't really see a lot of that. Did you have any good BVPs or did you step in and like, you're like, okay. You're saying my... live, yeah, live. Yeah, did you face yeah. Cole at all? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Homer off him and it's last year. Oh, that's all. That's that's there it. There you go. You're set. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, I hate live BPs. Absolutely hate them. Okay. Especially now, because all this new technology. So we got like seven computers behind the pitcher, yeah. which is kind of hard to figure out. You got a huge screen. You got like seven coaches back there, you know, and and then it's just you and the catcher, and you know, sometimes he's calling his pitches, and then sometimes the catcher's ready, you know, he's coming and. It just doesn't feel like a game at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, the like, catcher lets you know it's coming? Something. Because, like, <laughs> some guys want to know if it's coming inside, you know, just because they don't want to get hit. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it, it's all if you, like, or, you know, I, I did, uh, on my personal day of YBPs, I did a couple before I just, like, I'm, whatever. And now he's throwing backdoor sliders, and he punched me in a backdoor slider, and I'm like, "Where the, where the hell has this been?" He's yeah. like, "Trying to pitch," and I'm like, "Oh, great! <laughs> at least I, at least I had a little idea what was going to go on." Who is that? I, so, I missed it at the beginning of the call. Britain, Britain. Oh, oh yeah. Britain threw the slider. Okay. Yeah, so I'm expecting turbo sinkers and back backdoor sliders. So. Yeah, that's that's brutal. I we I mean, it was cool from the fan experience point of view, but then we're stepping in, and I I think we were watching. 
some of the infielders. I think it was like Gio Andujar. Maybe I think Talkman was in there too, actually. And that out on the mound pops out Adovino, and we were like, God damn! Like day <laughs> two of spring training, it was cold Adovino. Yeah, brutal. That's... Our pitching staff's loaded. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you have like even like a guy like Loizaga coming in. My, you know, first day of lives after I face Brittany, he's throwing, he's throwing ninety eight to one hundred. Yeah, no thanks. I haven't seen live pitching in five months. Like, give me a break. <laughs> it's brutal. Should have let Nevin go out there and pitch a little. Be better. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I'm like, this is when I want to face like a knuckleballer right now. Throwing like 82 up there, 82 or whatever. Talk about pitches coming inside. That was a common theme for you last season. Uh, pitchers liked, liked backing you off the plate. So far, you even took a pitch in the face. Was that something yeah. that uh, you get to check off the bucket list now? You, you, you know what it feels like. Not many people do. I guess you could say that, but it, 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 everybody's fixing up and in, man, because no one can hit that pitch. And it, it, to me, the judgy, the, the G, like all the big power righty hitters, man, that's all they're pitching now because we can't, if it's 96 to 100, it's impossible to hit. You need to see how Mike Trout can pitch. Watch how he gets pitched. Yeah. Up and in, up and in, up and in. And guys can't control it. I always get so frustrated. I literally got hit in the shoulder, you know, in the helmet, in the face, like, you know, like, I'm like all my hit by pitches is were like up in the upper body area. And it, it's just frustrating. When you took that one to the face, I forget. Did you change to the helmet with the face guard afterwards? Uh, no, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. I don't like it. Just uncomfortable. Yeah. So many Yankees now do it. Cause Glaber has it. Stan, Stan right? has it. Stan has it. Cause he got hit in the face. He only wears it versus certain pitchers. He doesn't wear uh, it for, versus lefties or something like that. Yeah, it might be right. Glaber, uh, Big G wears one, too. There's a lot of guys. And a lot of guys are wearing, like, the hand. Uh, like, you know, she was on, it goes on your hand. Because a lot of guys, like, you know, are getting up and in, and they're, like, trying to avoid it. They're getting hit, hit in the, you know, wrist or the hand. On it, which sucks, because then you're not, you know, six days loose. But, yeah. I mean, I get it. You're attacking an area of, of weakness to pretty much every player, but it's hard to locate. And it's, and it's frustrating as a hitter, because you know it's going to come, but and literally, guys are missing like at the backstop because they're trying to throw, you know, ninety nine up and in, and they throw it over the freaking head. Yeah, and it's it's it, it, it's nothing you've worked on your entire life, and now everyone with all this new, you know, data and technology, they you know want to throw up and in, and they've always learned to throw down and away, or you know. Yeah, or it's but, or, or it's a guy emptying the tank that he's been a starting pitcher who's thrown ninety four, but now his chance to make it in the majors is coming out of the bullpen and throwing ninety eight, which maybe he doesn't have control of that. Yeah, and that's why, like, even like you know, some like live keys, and sometimes guys like will stay back. Like, let's say we're going to Clearwater, and those guys, you know, didn't make the travel, and like they'll go over and get at bats on the minor league field, and that's when it's it's kind of even more like. You got to be really ready to get up in the boxes because you got these young kids trying to, you know, they're facing the big leader for the first time, so they're going to test their own cards as they can. And that that was uh, what happened with with Stanton. You know, he get took that pitch to the leg when he's trying to rehab, and that's kind of I would have the tension and awkwardness during that at bat and after he hit him in the knee must have been wild. But yeah, it's a young it pitcher. Yeah, it sucks. I know, and he's not doing it on purpose. He's just he's nervous probably, and he's trying to throw a hundred. Yeah. Um, so we've asked this, we asked Wade this, we asked a couple guys this, if you have a uh, one highlight that like of your own, that either you go back and you're like, or you, or you, it sticks out in your mind. Uh, I can throw some guesses out for you. It'd be the, either the triple in the wild card game, 
that yeah. th- that third deck shot in Toronto was pretty pretty impressive. Uh, is there something that defensively or a hit or, or something that for you you're like that's uh that's on your little uh, feeling yourself real? Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think of like like who my most famous like a home run that's like off of like a, a legendary pitcher, but I can't. I'm not drawing blanks right now. I can, uh, I can pull it up. Let's see. The triple was pretty fun, huh? I was gonna say. I mean, it's it's gotta be a triple just because playoffs. I mean, that's stuff that you're gonna remember and you're gonna see highlights of you know the rest of your life. Obviously, hopefully, I can do something like Dave Freeze did and hit a home run in the World Series to win a game or something like that. That's probably the sickest thing you can ever do. Um, you got I did like uh, my home run in Kansas City. Oh yeah, that's cool. You got let's see on your on your game log. You got Cole. That's pretty good. You got Giolito after he came up and in on you, or before before he actually came up in you because you got him. He was uh, pretty good. At yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn pitchers, man. Jerk. Uh, and, then he, and then he went in, and he walked me. He got me O two, and then he walked me. What, I love what, pitchers. They get in their own heads so quick. <laughs> <laughs> what about the two home runs in Baltimore on Players Weekend? Um, you know, for Yankee fans, you know, the trade happened and even us will say it. We were like, who's this guy? Like, what is this trade? What's going on here? And it was like, you, you have a couple days, you go down, you come back up. And then that players weekend, you hit those two home runs in Baltimore. You have a hell of a series and then you kind of never looked back. Do you look back on that series fondly at all or ever remember like what that felt like? Yeah. You know, that's obviously, I was going to possibly say that too, is just a special moment of like when I finally got like consecutive days of playing and you know um i did i you know tried taking advantage of it so that that was i feel like kind of like my yankee career like obviously started because at the beginning like i came up didn't do anything and then i got sent back down and you know i was like man i'm doing the exact same thing with st louis and it's actually funny the triple a um, hitting coach um joe plantier he i was kind of in a bad funk and he's like dude you know the best way to get out of funk he like pulled me into the room with that bar. He pulled up videos and he he typed in every home run I've hit since college, and I knocked <laughs> all my home runs. Wow! And then a day later, I hit a walk off in AAA, and then I got called up like the next day or two. So it was I don't know. It's just it's crazy. You know, obviously baseball is so physical and there's a lot of talent in it, but you know, it really is freaking like ninety to ninety-five percent metal. And if you have confidence up there, you can do a lot. Yeah, just believe in yourself. So. That's that's why we like asking that question because the more you talk to guys, you more like you know. And CC talks about it on his podcast, like watching your own highlights gets you in a much better headspace to go out there with the confidence you need to play the the game, which is you know it's a brutal sport, especially for a hitter. You're gonna yeah you're gonna play a lot. It's crazy. That's so, when you just gotta, regardless if you're you know four four or over four. I mean, there's that chance of you know that fifth at bat, maybe it's a game winning hit or. You know, it's a double to rally and winning. You just never know. So be prepared and, you know, move on. I mean, this game, luckily we get to play it every day to where, you know, you go for five, the next day you can go, you know, two for four, and, you know, you're feeling good again. But there's times where you can easily go for 32 because I did it last year. Yeah. To where you really want to be. But, you know, you just got to find a way to have perspective or, you know, figure out a way to get your mind off of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, to get yourself back to who you are. 
And you you mentioned David Freeze pretty casually there. I think if we read it right, was was your high school David Freeze, Ryan Howard, you? <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm, okay. What what was that like? Was it just a big high school, or, or is there like a good traditional baseball program there, or what? Um, we actually had, I, on my um, my senior year we had three guys in that all draft, and uh, three guys got drafted. Damn. So it was pretty cool. Crazy. They didn't never made it. I think one of them made it to double A. So like, was just like an A ball player for like a couple years. Actually, we had four guys. Wow, so four yeah, guys. It was a, it was a stacked high school team. <laughs> Jesus. No, I know, but we were like twenty, twenty three or twenty two and three or something like that, and we lost in district. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we got our ass, our ass kicked, but we were, we were, I mean we were ranked you know top five in the state. Um, I don't know. St. Louis has like some sneaky good, uh, some baseball players. So it, it, it was always competitive. You know, play travel ball growing up and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you you and Howard, same high school, same college. I'd like for yeah. you to stay a Yankee the rest of your career. But if you end up playing on the Phillies, that's kind of a cool parallel there. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, he's got a lot of accolades. He's really good. He's got a character in the office named after him, which I think is the most accomplished accolade. That's pretty big. Pretty big. I mean, it's pretty pretty cool growing up when you know when Ryan was at the prime and I was you know middle school, high school, wherever, and you know seeing him on whatever salary commercials and all that stuff. So pretty cool. No, and I guess I was going to tr- tie this into baseball a little bit, but uh, you were you were having a good time this spring training too, and I'll do it. I mean, Instagram stalker a little bit, but you you golfed with John Daly. I think you and Holder went to a Lightning game. Was I mean, were were you kind of enjoying this spring training because you, I don't know, you're you're the Yankee first baseman, you're having fun in Tampa, right? Yeah, and um, Pat Maroon, the St. Louis guy, plays for the Lightning, um, so we got to, I got to, he was the other guy in the picture. Okay, so it's just cool, man. Um, obviously having that connection with him and being buddies with him, and you know, it's it's uh, and, you know, he won a Stanley Cup in St. Louis last year, so he got to play for his hometown team too. So that's right. Um, I just the with all this crap going on right now. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I went fishing a couple of times, you know, I, I really like the Tampa area. It's a lot of fun, a lot of good places to eat, a lot of good things to do. Um, so yeah, me and my wife are just uh, trying to do as much as possible down there. Yeah. I go off with John Daly. It's pretty, pretty yeah. flipping cool. Hey, pretty yeah. cool. Are there any highlights or lowlights from that or what? <laughs> Uh, a lot of good, a lot of good memories. Okay, okay. fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, all right, last couple last questions here about quarantine life. Do you do you have a teammate you think is handling this the worst? Like, because in my head, DJ LeMay has no idea what to do if he can't play baseball. You are correct. <laughs> Nailed it. He is. Yep. Yeah, and like Didi Gregorius is not with the Yankees anymore, but he has so many hobbies. He's probably like, yeah, I'm good. I'll just learn to play the, my tenth instrument. Yeah. Right. Tommy Canley's loving this because he can play video games all day now. So, did you want the other guy? Did you want in the Madden League? Are you not in it? I'm in it. I, I just I just beat the Steelers up for I, I got on the call with you guys. Oh, oh congratulations! Wow. Yeah, congratulate. If we knew, we would have congratulated you earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm three and four though. I suck. I, I suck. <laughs> I got lucky. Did Tom- I have 18 interceptions with Aaron Rodgers, and I played seven games. So, <laughs> hey, just you're ch- slinging it, just man. chucking it. It's the Brett Favre version of Aaron Rodgers. I have Christian McCaffrey, and I can't, I can't run with him. He, I, it's it, we're playing it all like all Madden. Yeah. It's impossible. It, it's so hard. You can only throw the ball. 
Did uh, I sort of got like all the linebackers are faster than McCaffrey. McCaffrey's like the best player in the game. You can't can't run these guys. He was from the D lineman. I'm like, come on. That's the I drafted worst. Chase Young too. Oh, nice. Yeah. So did, did Tommy again, have to go beat the computer for them. you? Because that was part of the article. Was Tommy was beating the computer for players, so you guys would all make the playoffs, right? Yeah, he was like Seminus wins. <laughs> ah. And that still didn't work. I went eight and eight and didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, that's crazy. that's brutal. That's brutal. But it's fun to to hop on and you know chat with the guys, even though I get my ass kicked every time. But you know, good to something, and you know, still has that little bit of camaraderie. You know, we got a big group text and everything, so it's yeah, it's, that's uh, awesome. It's pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, we appreciate you joining us and uh, stopping in and chatting. Yeah, man. Hey, you're welcome, guys. It's, it's uh, it's at least something I can do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I gotta any... go cut the grass or something. So. Yeah, get get in that group chat. Send us some more guys. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, hopefully we All see right, you boy. in the Bronx soon and uh, enjoy yeah. the rest of this little hiatus. Yeah, take care, boys. Thanks, take it easy. Okay, that was that. Voight. Seemed like he was in good enough spirits, uh, all things considering. Yeah, quarantine like the rest of us. Shaking his head at those damn pitchers, man. Yeah, those the uh, the stuff he had on hitting was really good. I like yeah. that insight where he goes, yeah, he walked me, had me 0-2. Yeah. <laughs> pitchers, man, <laughs> getting their head. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's funny the things that can stick out in your head, especially these guys. And, uh, yeah, like we were asking about some of his moments, and I think – as a Yankee fan, you can pick out some of the big ones, but it's funny when you mention, yeah, he had me 0-2 and he walked, walked me. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a fool. That was like on his list of like, yeah, good shit. <laughs> and he hates uh, live batting practice. It is true. I never considered like when you watch it, there are like seven coaches behind the pitcher. Like, Oh, it's a nightmare. It's got to be distracting. I mean, dude, it's the pitcher. It's early in spring training. There's the screen. There's like... A couple video cameras. There's the analytics crew is back just there. with a clipboard and a pencil. And there's the like pitchers. there's extra pitchers back there too. Like I, I remember Tanaka was hanging out one time. Yeah, like just, just watching seeing what was going on. Uh, but Luke was great. Tweet tweeted him and say thank you, Luke. Yeah, or go on his Instagram and say thank you. That way, uh, he'll know people listened. Imagine if he thinks that was just a private conversation. It's just a talk. We just had a lot of things to get off our chest. It didn't roll that, Luke. Yeah. Just two fans nice, having a conversation. Nice catching up with you. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And uh, go reach out to every Yankee and tell them to come on the show. See ya. Thank you. Go Yanks. No, no, no. no. <laughs> go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>